Harvey Norman Home Appliances. Big brands, bigger value. I remember years ago when uh, Jack Gibson was playing golf with Arthur Beetson and Ron Massey, and, and poor old Beetson had a shocking day on the clubs at, at, down at the lakes, and so he blows up and he says, that'll do me, I'm out of here, and uh, I'm never playing this game again, I've had enough, and he, he got cranky and, and left the clubhouse, and poor old Jack and, and Massey left there in the clubhouse, and it was raining at the time, so Beetson's left and he's walked away, and, and Jack said to uh, Massey, he said, mate, aren't you going to go get him? And Massey said, oh, he'll be back, and... Uh, Suddenly, uh, about 15 minutes later, he comes back sopping wet because they realised it, it was actually Massey that was driving the car. Not... <laughs> Beetson couldn't get out. But the next day, the next day poor old Artie's at, w- at work at the, uh, the Lees Club mm. and the phone starts ringing, people after his golf clubs. Because Jack thought, well, if you're not going to play, he's put an ad in the paper for oh, a, a yeah. you know, brand new set of pings at you know, <laughs> unbelievably low price here for sale. Uh, <laughs> the pizza. old classified ad. The old classified ad. So that goes on a little bit. I know Luke Rickardson for years, uh, a few years back, got his car put in the paper and, and everybody was ringing up. You know, one of his teammates, I think it was Minnie actually did it, yeah. put that in the paper. Just, uh, put it on low case, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah very cheap. <laughs> yeah, one one. One funny story was we're over in New Zealand. I played in Gary Freeman's testimonial. So there was Les Davison, Blocker Roach, Roy Simmons, myself, Jim Dimmick. It was just all the blokes that Wiz sort of played against. And I was really young. Wendell, Darren Smith. And then we played against all the old famous Kiwis. So I played against Mark Graham and all those type of guys and Brent Todd and all the guys that Wiz played for. And we had this game. And it was really good. It was a three-day junket, but we had to play a game. The game got in the road of a good time. And we're all sitting at the airport. We're just checking out of the hotel. We all got our bags and we're there. And Gary Jack, who's renowned for being the tightest man ever to play, that he used to wait at training because they finished one day at two o'clock and he waited till four because his mate got on the toll road, which was forty cents. Oh. You know what I mean? So, and so like he's there, so he's there, and then like then all of us are having a couple of beers because we're all going to fly back. I was flying back to Brisbane, and the blokes were flying back to Sydney, and we're sitting there, we're all having a beer. And Gary Jack didn't want one because we had to buy our own. Next minute, he's he's. His, his wallet slipped out of the pocket and it fell on the floor. So Benny Elias has kicked it over to what, a zero or whatever, and he's pulled it, he's pick, picked out all the money out of it, and it was about 200 New Zealand dollars. He goes, here, boys, mate, Wiz has just paid all the room bills and there's 200 bucks left. Guys, want to put on the bar. Well, Gary Jack's hand went up that quick to grab a beer. So he's drinking the beers. And mate, mate says, we're all sitting around drinking these beers. So we're drinking the beers, and he's there, and the next minute he feels for his wallet. Yeah. And he went white. And he goes, any bo- mate, boys, boys, have any of you seen my wallet? I said, no, I haven't seen it. So then he's checked his bag. He's pulled his bag open, put all the clothes back in, went up to the room. He's got the keys, gone back up and checked his room. He's got it. And then we're just sitting there laughing. Well, like, I didn't know him that well, but all the Balmain blokes are laughing. Mm. And then we're drinking the beers. <laughs> and then they said, oh, mate, there's your wallet behind the bar. And the first thing he did was he opened up and we're all laughing because <laughs> we drank beers on him for three hours. And then he went around and said, "You had four beers." You <laughs> and he come and he knew exactly how much the beers were. And he told me how much I owed him. And then another time, we used to do a lot of army camps um, in Brisbane. Yeah. And Alan Langer, who is a practical joker, the best G up guy ever. First ever time I run on in Origin, I run and said, "What do you want me to do?" And him and Kevy started talking Chinese to me, or trying to talk Chinese. It's the biggest moment of my life running on Origin. And they're going chung mang wan like this, and I'm like looking at them, and I'm going crazy and then they just looked at each other and just started laughing at me like they take a hit up stupid <laughs> so so then Elsa and we and we had a, like a three-day army camp we just finished on the last night all the PTs all the army guys that give up their time you know to take you around like you normally have a beer and a feed and they bring their kids in 
we're sitting around, it's about 8 o'clock at night, and we're all exhausted, and we're having a couple of beers, and this guy's come over, and he's holding something, and I didn't know what it was, and he's throwing it at me, and it was a massive big snake, but, like, it was coming over in the camp, but he's knocked it on the head, and it was about an 8-foot big python, and it was, uh, and then I've broke the chairs, because I'm petrified of snakes, so I've broke the chairs, and then I've <laughs> fallen over, and then, like, it was there, and, and it was sort of still sort of hissing a little bit, but, like, they hit it on the head, and it was sort of dead, but it still had life in it. And Alf, and then, well, we, sort of dead, but still Well, alive. I don't know, mate, because I'm not a killer, but <laughs> no, you know how their bodies can still keep on moving in yeah, their heads. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like Manly yesterday. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then Alf had already gone to bed, so he's in the tent. So the next minute, like, we've gone, we unzipped the tent, we went and put this big eight-foot snake in there, <laughs> and then we've sort of curled it up, and we put it on, put it on, like, where he was lying, just on his doona cover and that, and then we've zipped back up his tent, and it's dark, <laughs> it's pitch black, and then on the side of the tent, they had one of those windows, so we rolled it up and we shone the torch on the snake. Said, Alf, Alf, there's a snake in your tent. <laughs> and then as Alf woke up, we've turned the torch off and closed it. So he's in this black tent trying to make it look like a frog in a sock. Alf is bouncing around this tent. He didn't know where to get out. There's this big eight-foot oh. snake. He doesn't know whether it's alive or yeah. dead. And he was squealing. <laughs> it was the funniest oh. thing.